This is AFCast, the video game podcast. And here's your host, Malcolm Shiver. After dealing with Aaron Keener and his cleaners in Coney Island, our division agents embark on a journey to New York City where you will fight the warlords of New York and Manhattan. This week on AFCast, we will be talking about Division 2's new DLC, Warlords of New York. I'm here with Bryce M, and we are first going to be talking about the missions um, for the new DLC, uh, Warlords of New York. Um, and then we're kind of be talking about the lore of it as well. We're going to be talking about the Gear 2.0, uh, replayability, um, what else, the Dark Zone and social changes and stuff like that, some of the smaller stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, so... The first, the first thing that happens is you go up to what is actually like a brand new pilot. I don't know why they made it a brand new pilot, but it is. And this pilot will take you to New York. Um, and the reason you're going to New York is because uh, Fei Lau, who was like kind of like your handler in the first division, um, has requested uh, everyone on the East Coast side um, to help out in New York City because Aaron Keener, um, who we've known since Division 1, has gotten together a group of people and is planning on releasing some kind of chemical weapon or something like that. Um, so we, so when you first get there, you have to fight your way to a, a new settlement that we've never seen before, um, ran, uh, run by Paul Rhodes, who was the tech expert, I believe, in the first division. Um, is that right? Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is, but I can't remember offhand. Um, and he's made this settlement called Haven. Uh, and <coughs> essentially, you start working from there. It's kind of like your new base of operations in New York. Uh, and you start working to uh, defeat Aaron Keener. First, you have to take down his four kind of mini bosses, like... I don't know, there, there's like four branches. Uh, one of the branches is for Kojika. Um, and you've also got Dragov. Uh, so like Kojika is kind of like a stealth operator. Dragov is like the new leader of the Rikers. Um, you've got Vivian, uh, Vivian Conley, I believe is what her last name is, who's the new leader of the cleaners. Um, and then you've got uh, Parnell. Is that how you say his name? I think so. I don't know, something like that, who is a drone and tech and tech expert. And let me say those drones are really annoying because they're a lot smaller than the usual ones in this game. Um, so, yeah, but you have to go against them in Manhattan, and you have to go to Two Bridges, which is where you fight Vivian. You have to go to Battery Park, which I'm pretty sure is where you fight Parnell. Um, the financial district, I think, is where you fight Kojika, and then Civic Center, I believe, is where you fight Dragov. I could be wrong about that. Um, but essentially, each location uh, or each of those districts, you have four missions to complete um, in each of those missions, and essentially, you're disabling um, Aaron Keener's organization, uh, kind of like Ghost Recon Wildlands is what I've been comparing it to, and until you eventually have to go after Aaron Keener. So, yeah. There are also eight interlinked side missions that you can investigate uh, that kind of give you clues and stuff about the operations that occur. 
um, in New York during this time. Um, so like you've got one at a police headquarters, you've got one at Castle Clinton, um, you've got one at a JTF shelter, you've got one at a pier, uh, stuff like that. Um, and yeah, so those kind of play into the mission. And yeah, so another thing that was introduced was uh, a new level prog progression, which was from level 30 to 40. Um, and I'm pretty sure that you can only get up to level 40 if you have the Warlords of New York DLC, and it's only you can get to level 40 um, by playing in uh, New York. I'm not entirely sure about that. We don't really have any way of checking if it's otherwise. So Yeah, because... When you're playing through the story missions and stuff, you have to actually take down Keener in order to go back to DC, which is really dumb. So we haven't had much time for, you know, playtesting um, after Keener. So, yeah. So with the introduction of Rikers and Cleaners into the game, there are actually, they're like kind of reimagined. So they have new... Uh, artwork and they've also got like new archetypes and stuff like that that are in the game um, I don't remember what the archetypes are offhand there's was it I think it was the Rikers who had the like health ability that was giving everyone the extra bar of health that was not fun I believe it was also Rikers that had the deployable shield with a mounted turret oh it. yeah that people could like it was an actual it wasn't like a like a like an electronic turret it was an actual mounted turret that people had to get on and so even after you, you killed them it wouldn't disappear people could still run up to it and it was literally tachanka's turret except the shield in the lower half not the upper half yeah well i mean if you were to put the deployable <laughs> shield in the front <laughs> but you know if they're getting rid of the tachanka if they're getting rid of tachanka's stuff in the new siege update might as well put it back in some other game for them <laughs> so Actually, I want. I kind of want to test now if we can actually get on that. Hmm. Oh, probably not. It's because the proximity mine. Oh, that's right. Because if you get near the shield, it'll Blow literally up. explode. So that's pretty fun. Um, but if you take each time that you take down, uh, or not each time, but once you take down each of the different operations, um, the head person will actually give you their ability that they actually use against you. They don't give it to you. You take it from their dead body. Well, yes. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Um, so we have three new types of skills. We have uh, sticky bombs, which were seen in the first division. And then we also have traps and decoys now. Um, so there are two new types of sticky bombs or two new skills in the sticky bomb category. So we have the regular explosive one, which just does a high amount of damage when you set it off. And then you have another one that's incendiary, which does a small amount of initial damage, but then will also set things in proximity on fire. And then we also have the uh, tripwire, um, which is one of the traps that we have right now, uh, which is if an enemy goes within a certain range of one of these tripwires and for a period of time, then they will be electrocuted. Uh, and then you've also got a decoy, which is a device that you throw on the ground that is quite literally like an alibi from Rainbow Six, and it'll deploy a division agent that can distract enemies. Um, that's not really as good in... I, I'm pretty sure that the trap and the decoy aren't really that good in PvP um, because the traps, you can run through them quick enough that for them not to hit you, um, but that won't always happen in PvE. 
because the AIs are pretty stupid. So, um, and then it's also really helpful in PVE for the decoy as well because actually it's not that helpful in PVE because I've only seen one of them targeted at a time. I don't think I've seen a large number of people target the decoy. Um, but that's also because we killed them really fast. So, <laughs> so there's that. So they've also made replayability in the game uh, really nice in this update as well. Um, so they've added a number of features. So now they have seasons. They brought back directives, which were the different things like fog of war, special ammo, um, less ammo, and and yeah. So like so like fog of war was kind of like where it blinded your map. You had the special ammo, which is depending on what faction you're going against, you have different ammo types that each of them will have that if they use it against you, then it'll do that thing. So, like, explosive, high-velocity, um, shock, and shock, incendiary. incendiary. Um, and then you've also got, uh, like, the less ammo. So you pick up less ammo. You start off with less ammo, everything like that. It, it's If you've ever played the underground in the first division, you know exactly what I'm talking about, which they need to add something like the underground in this game, <laughs> especially with the whole underground faction that they have here. But, you know. So the seasons also act as kind of like a a series of events. So they've actually got um, a number of events kind of lined up already where they have different like apparel gear that, that they have set up for a little bit. They've also got um, something that's called reanimated global event, which I'm interested to see what that is. Um, they've got the, the polarity switch global event. They've also got different league events, which I'm not sure what those are, but like they've got Hill League, Home League, Northeast League, West Side League. Um, and then there's also an, another one that they have written down, which is Guardians Global Event. And then there are four that are kind of like blurred out. So we're not sure what those are yet, um, but we're interested to see what they might be. Sam. So yeah. So they've also added something called global difficulty, um, which I'm not. Sh I'm pretty sure that world difficulty is still a thing, um, but now they've made it so you can change it, change the entire world so that way you can play it like normal, uh, hard, um, challenging, or even heroic as the entire world. And you can also now set the different control points in the world to uh, level one, two, three, or four. Uh, which is nice as well because there are some stuff where you have to grind for it to be a level four control point in order to actually get like exotic blueprints uh, and stuff like that. And that can be really repetitive because you don't get a choice in what blueprint you get. Uh, and I don't think you get duplicates though, which is yeah. better. But you but... also have to hunt down all the different propaganda broadcasts, hostage yeah. rescues, all and of sometimes, that. And sometimes events will disappear and then you don't have enough to get to control point level four and then your time runs out where it jumps down a level and then you have to do more events. And it really takes like an entire day if you want to do one, maybe two. Yeah. So, or at least an entire place play session with an entire 24 hour period I would say for an average player playstation session you could probably do one or two yeah so which is not ideal um so that's really nice now uh, you still have to grind if you don't have global difficulty unlocked though obviously um but then again you won't need to so they've also made uh legendary missions now um so if you've gotten to level 40 
Uh, now you will actually have the ability to play some missions and all of the strongholds in DC. Uh, well, I don't know about Title Basin, but the main faction ones, you're able to play on Legendary, which I'm pretty sure is even higher than Heroic, um, which is kind of insane. So have fun with that. Heroic's already hard enough as it is. Yeah, especially since I, I'm not entirely sure if Legendary actually it's it's sets that way it's always like set to four players mm. like heroic is because heroic is set up that way even if you're playing it solo it's like uh, it's like you're playing the uh the mission as if you had three other people with you it scales the number of enemy spawns and the type of enemies too if you were playing with four people yeah and so i'm not sure if legendary does that or not it would be interesting if it does uh or i'd assume it would i'd assume but... it would but it would be interesting if if it doesn't because it, it gives people who play solo more of a chance for that stuff so so the next thing that we're going to be talking about is gear 2.0 which was an absolute shit fuck of a thing for this update so the reason that i say that is because all weapons, gear, and mods have been completely reworked in the game. Completely reworked. And so so now, like, everything that you already had doesn't have the previous system of stuff. Everything has been switched over, so you didn't even really have a choice in what stuff you really retained, which kind of sucks, because now the only things that are limited to talents are weapons, uh, backpacks, and chest plates. And both the backpacks and chest plates can only have one talent. And I think weapons only can, too. Only one talent across any kind of gear. Yeah, it's so dumb. And so now, as well, they've kind of changed how it looks as well. So, like, you can't see the uh, how much armor you get up front. You just see what the um, the static bonus is for it. Um, or not even static bonus, the... Um, the attributes. Attributes, yeah. You can see what the attribute, the main attribute is for the gear. So, because there's major and minor attributes, it always shows you the major one. I don't. It's so it's so weird now, like. But it does seem like now, depending on what level the gear is and the rarity, all gear of the same level and same rarity have the same armor value. Yeah, because they've they've completely equalized everything. Yeah, which it's good and bad in its own senses like <laughs> oh but it's really it's all right first first before we get into this let's talk more about what's actually introduced in gear 2.0 because i know that we have some things to say shit shit and more shit sorry i mean it's true <laughs> um so they've added and take taken away some talents i'm not going to list all of them because that would take a while there's a lot yeah there is a lot um and then they've also gotten rid of didn't they get rid of some kind of skill thing as well didn't they get rid of they got rid of the skill power system that was oh that's before, right that's where right. the skill mods required so much power so now you only need to attach the mods to the stuff which is nice because everything's rebalanced with that that's the only thing that's nice about this yeah. but they replaced uh they replaced skill power with what is called skill tiers now which no piece of gear can have more than one skill tier. But for each skill tier that you have, your skills, I believe, just perform better than they did before. Yeah. But mods, skill mods are universal now. You don't have to have like a specific skill tier in order to use a mod like you did with skill power. Yeah, because now it'll just give you 
on like if you find loot on the ground it'll just tell you what what skill it's for what the mod is and that's pretty much it and then you can just slap that on to whatever skill you have which the thing that i also hate about uh gear 2.0 is that i just optimized all of my freaking gear and then all of my work just got completely deleted basically so sucker <laughs> it just sucks because because like we we recently came back when we heard of about warlords of new york so we've been playing for the past two weeks three weeks maybe uh, maybe even longer than that i don't know and we've been we've been like collecting new gear sets that have come out new exotics and everything and which not to mention exotics have been severely nerfed so of gear sets <laughs> Because um, now we basically have to recollect all of our gear sets now that we have to go from level 30 to 30 to, or from 40. level 30 to 40. Because um, now we have to because like the actual difference between even level 30 to like 34 was insane in armor value that is. Not to mention that if you look at your armor bars now there's a significantly less amount of them. Which I think was just for looks. Yeah, I think but it was it's, to tidy it up. It's still really weird to look at. And you feel very underpowered now. Even though it still feels like it's about the same time to destroy armor, you just looking at it, it feels a lot. Well, not to mention, but some of the talents and stuff were also based off of how many bars you have. And I think they got rid of all of those. Mm. Um, not to mention that you've also got... Uh, less health kits now you have two less health kits which they already supported not even just supported but kind of forced a uh wanting a heal ability in the game uh for your character or even one specific person on your team to have to just be in charge of all the healing um they've basically really enforced that in this game and they just pressed it harder now with making it two less health kits like that doesn't sound like a lot but honestly, the amount of times that we've gone into missions with all six and have come out with zero. I would say it removes a third of your health kits. Yeah. And so it's just because that's a full repair. Not to mention that with all yeah. of the specialists, or at least most of the specialists, you actually get an ability per health kit as well. So like you've got you've got um like the demolitionist who will give you a certain amount of health as you go with a buff. I don't remember what the buff is. I would say, I believe it gives him, the demolitionist, it gives him half of his armor back, and then it just buffs his damage output or something like that for 10 seconds, and then gives him the other half of... Yeah. And so that's that's completely reduced the, like, just the effect of that in general. So it's, I don't know, it's really weird... And not to mention the gear sets have been completely reworked. We're now having two pieces of armor. We'll, we'll still have the same um, static, static bonus. Where it's like to crit damage or like, something like, like that. Like plus 20% damage yeah. to elites or something like that. I don't remember what it is. And then um, now instead of the having three things, we'll give you one ability. And then the fourth and then having a fourth piece will give you an ability that's based off of that third ability or a third piece of armor ability. Um, now the third piece of armor just gives you another static bonus and then the fourth piece of armor gives you both what was the third one and the fourth one beforehand which has basically completely undermined all of the strategies to having two gear sets set up in your system which was actually pretty balanced 
Like, they actually did a really good job of balancing that for the most part. And then they completely tore down that whole system. And so it makes it makes optimizing gear and making um, these really cool and creative loadouts for your character just it makes it really just even across the board like now there's not as much creativity that you can go to with some of your loadouts that you can do because like before you could just like keep doing a uh keep adding a bunch of stuff that were to make it so that you can have a boost in grenade damage plus you could have the thing that makes you be able to throw the or like hook the grenades in your hand and then you also have the entire demolitionist gear set that you could have as well next to another gear set that could maybe boost your skills for like for like a mortar turret and a bombardier drone so you could go like full on like mortar basically (laughs) like a mortar character so it's completely limited the creativity of people making those loadouts not to mention that exotics have lost one of their talents, making them... Two. They've lost two of their talents. Yeah, they've lost two of their talents, and making some... them completely underpowered. And in some situations, it completely just reworked the exotic. Like, for the Chatterbox. It's uh, SMG, and originally it was that the more kills you got with it, each kill would give you so much your ammo back, depending on how much damage you did. And each kill you got also increased your maximum ammo on the weapon. So very quickly, if you hit your shots, you can have more than the max amount of ammo for the gun, up to twice the size. Now they made it so that you can only have... or I mean, you start with more ammo in the mag, and kills will just refill up to 50% of that. And then it's a bonus for like if you reload with people around you. You get a bonus to damage for a couple seconds like really you just completely reworked the chatterbox which was it didn't do a ton of damage but it had like good rate of fire and stuff and the ability was really nice because you didn't have to worry about reloading and stuff in the middle of combat then but then this rework is with even though you have more ammo in your clip it kind of there's still lots of times where i would run out of ammo where i wouldn't have with the old chatterbox not to mention it would completely just undermine the whole point of actually working to get some of these exotics as well because exotics used to be a thing that you could work towards and then you'd get this strong weapon that you'd be able to use on your side and it's not even like you could keep equipping exotics you could only have one exotic gear and one exotic weapon at a time so what is the point of getting rid of these extra talents on stuff because it's not like you can keep adding exotics and have a super overpowered setup no it's kind of like having a mini specialist of sorts and so this really once again this adds to the creativity of stuff and on top of all of this is that they've actually reduced the overall loot drop quality in the game so essentially they've like because now they since they have taken down all the talents and uh, taking out some of the attributes and uh, static stuff like static um, powers to items now like they've completely just dropped loot quality that you actually get from stuff as well so it's not even well, like you get more it's not even like you get the better stuff now with less items like on it that is i would say tech technically the way it was done was you get a lower quantity of items but then what items you get 
like what rarity more matches what what difficulty you're playing yeah so if you're playing normal you're going to get worse gear than challenging challenging is what you're gonna have to play to get really good gear stuff like that or higher rates of it yeah it's just yeah just so it's it's lower quantity and it's lower quality now as well just with when you're subtracting all of the talents and everything in the game and although that really reduces the stress towards like making your gear as best as possible especially if you're like me and have multiple loadouts in the game like it's still they took away too much in my opinion yeah especially in one update they got rid of so much in one update they didn't even like they beta tested it but they didn't really release it out to the public like maybe they should have done half the gear 2.0 update and then done a gear 3.0 update and so that way it's easier to fix because now if they try to fix things that people are having a problem with they're now going to be screwing it up even more yeah because they've done so much that if they do a change to something it's gonna indirectly change other things and just mess up more whereas if they did as malcolm said like only half the stuff it wouldn't be as much changing when they made a change so this update is i will admit this update is really nice for newcomers of the game but for veterans of this game like bryce and i are this is a really crap update because it's just like we've gotten so used to the loot system we have stuff set up where we can just go in and swap stuff out how we know it can not to mention with all the unique talents and stuff that there were so we've completely optimized our gear to to be that way we've crafted items everything like that and now everything is being changed so for us this is really like hard to switch over for new people this makes the system a whole lot easier and it's really easy to get a hang of right off the bat and that's fine except for the fact that most of their player base is veterans because i doubt that warlords of new york really brought a lot of newcomers it mostly probably just brought people back like it did us so i don't know there's just there's a problem with that where their focus was it felt like their focus was on newcomers in the game when they really should have especially after it being one year after release now um or at least close to it because it was march 15th wasn't it i don't know um like close to a year after release they're doing an entire gear 2.0 update for newcomers is what it feels like for veterans of the game this is probably going to take um people who play casually a couple weeks to maybe a month people who play hard in this game and competitively in this game will probably have it fixed in less than a week but like and that's that's how it is but the thing is that they actually have to spend that time and even to like fully optimize gear like if someone had like amazing god gear before and they play this game 10 hours a day it will still probably take them two three four weeks in order to grind that again yeah especially since now we're gonna have to get all of our gear sets back we're gonna have to re-upgrade all of our exotics we're gonna have to and and not even just re-upgrade but like recraft some of our uh, some of our stuff as well which means that some of those crafting supplies we now need to go get again that we just had to grind for it feels like 
for veteran players, a waste of time. Like, all this time that we put in before the update came out, after, like, from when we reached World Tier 5... It feels like we wasted up- months of yeah. time. From when we were able to reach World Tier 5 to when this update came out, that entire time feels like a waste now. Yeah. It just feels like we got our gear up to gear 500, but it doesn't feel like we really gained anything from that. Yeah. So, which now, gear score 500 isn't the cap as well. So, at least I don't think it is. I think it's like... I think it's gear score 500 for everything except for exotics, which I think is 515. That's weird. From what I was seeing. I don't know, because we're not there yet. (laughs) Clearly. Because, you know, gotta grind. So now into change to NPCs. Uh, So now players will have an off-screen indicator when nades are coming into their area, or even just in general, really. Um, which is really nice, I will say, because um, sometimes sounds will glitch and you can't hear the <laughs> Or if, like, you're scoped in with, like, a 12 times and you're not looking directly at the guy. Especially since it won't light up red on your gun at all. Yeah. Um, and then now elites will actually target your skills more often as well. Uh, signature weapons won't deal as much damage towards named enemies, so you actually have to be more tactical when it comes to that. Uh, and then apparently rushers will actually move slower now. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is nice. And then also the EMP from Warhounds has actually been reduced. Not to mention, Warhounds now have two archetypes. So they now have the Warhound Grenadier, which will fire three grenades um, while it's sitting still. And then it'll move to another position and then do it again. So basically it sets itself up as a mortar and then fires, which is great. Now to mention that there's another one. That is a Warhound minigun, which is just great. But it'll just keep moving between positions and then just unloading into with the machine gun. So I think it does have less health, though, which is nice, the Grenadier and the minigun one, um, than the regular Warhound does. I hope. But (laughs) I'm not entirely sure about that. Um, Not to mention that just in general, the Black Tusk... So, like... They mentioned that the Black Tusk and LMB have kind of combined in a sort of way. And the way they've done this is that now the old rushers for the Black Tusk are considered drone operators now. And now there's actually a new rusher, which is just how the LMB were in the first division, which is that they would uh, actually send out um, or that they would the person that would go out would have an assault rifle that would be shooting at you. And once they get close enough to you, they will actually pull out a shotgun. Which is fantastic, of course. And then <laughs> and then you also have the new support, which was the old healer for the LMB who would place down an actual healing station, which in my mind makes me assume that they're actually going to be adding a healing station in the game. That which would or be it's nice. going to be... Or, or it's just a hive. Yeah, I would say I'd assume it would be like the recover hive. So it's probably just the hive, but that would be nice if they added a actual station where they... You think they'd do something cool like that? It was nice. The healing station was nice, though, because it would make it so you wouldn't have to deal with any, like, incendiary or anything while you were standing in the radius. Well, if you had it upgraded to that. Yeah. But, you know. So now there is a infinite progression system in the game as well, which as you gain shade levels in the game, which you can actually now gain frequently, I guess. I don't really know how that works, honestly. Um but you can actually keep upgrading your perk points at regular intervals 
and so essentially you get to upgrade selected stats on your player uh, and the bonuses for your agent as well. I don't know how this works in PvP, but in PvE this is really cool because you'll slowly be able to just get stronger and stronger as you go, and it actually makes the grind more worthwhile than just getting better stats on your gear. Um, so, yeah. So there's a new recalibration system where before you could transfer talents or attributes directly from one weapon or piece of gear to another but now the way it works is you can store them in a bank system where each weapon or gear type or or weapon type or gear type has its own like library where you can store the different attributes that can go on it the core attributes the secondary attributes and um depending on what weapons you can get you can like deconstruct them to pull the attribute from it or you can do the same thing with talents. And the way these new attributes work is it makes it very clear how good the attribute is, like how close it is to max possible. Yeah. And it will always store your max one that you put into it. It also looks more like the optimization table from the first division yes. now. But it basically, it's a lot cleaner of a way where you can start storing, like, I think it's like 15% crit increase or damage increase or something is like the max possible but you can get any you can get any crit damage increase anywhere in that but it'll all you can then store these and it will always store the highest one so if you get something that's like 12 percent increase that's really good and then you could store that and put that on any weapon of that type you like like if it, you have it for a marksman rifle you can put it on any marksman rifle you like or if you have it on a mask you can put on any mask you like it's just it's the same thing but without needing the gear yeah it's without needing to recalibrate it from another piece of gear that you have in your inventory and it's always saved it's not like a one-time use it's always there it's stored it's nice so there are also uh new achievements and commendations and also like um voice recordings and everything like that that have been added for warlords of new york um, I don't know what they are exactly, but I know that there's <clears throat> there's an achievement for, I'm pretty sure just getting to Haven, the Haven settlement, and then I believe there's also one for each branch. Um, branch, I can't remember. Yeah, like different branches for like Parnell, um, Dragov, I don't remember all their names anymore, but Vivian and whatever the other stealth dude is i don't remember what his name is but good work yeah i i really retain this information well um but yeah so you get an achievement for each of those also taking out keener obviously um and then you've also got the new commendations for i'm pretty sure there's commendations for completing legendary missions now which is just great and then there's also ones for um completing the different missions in uh new york on the different difficulties as well or like having the combat merit tactical merit everything like that um i'm not entirely sure how that works since the missions are kind of skewed in a different way in new york but well there are the definite mission missions and yeah like the fourth mission for most of the people the third for one or two it's so there are those actual missions so i'd assume that's what it's going on yeah but i don't know it's kind of just weird yeah there would probably be some kind of system there's probably some kind of system set up after keener's defeated we just haven't really looked at it yet so and then there are new hunter puzzles there are going to be eight new hunters and a puzzle to go along with them 
four of which are in New York and four of which are back in D.C. Yeah, so four of these hunters are going to be in New York then, and four new ones are going to be added to D.C. that you can find, do the puzzle for, and kill. And also new gear as well from them. Oh, yeah. Which will be fun. Masks, 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 masks. That's a tongue twister. Say that five times fast. Mask, mask, mask. <laughs> Crap. And then we also have uh, a new normal difficulty mode for Operation Dark Hours, um, which is the raid specifically, not just that title update, um, that will now be available for level 40 players, um, which is nice. So if you want to play it on an easier difficulty, then there you go. So then there's been a small change to signature weapons, where um, all the pistols you can get for it now cap at level 40 instead of level 30, which they were before. And um, the minigun does more damage now to make it more effective. And then the technician has been changed. One of his abilities has been changed, where in- you used to be able to upgrade his... You used to be able to upgrade his skill power... It's multiple tiers, but now that they remove skill power, they made it one upgrade where it just increases skill tier by like one. So it's they kind of made it so you can now put more technician points into other things as opposed to the skill power, which they removed. They have now also optimized the dark zone, which is really nice. So like they've added additional extraction points to it's one per zone. So they have one in the south or one new one in the south, one new one in the west, one new one in the east. Um, They've also before I get further into dark zone, they did add really cool graphics to the out of DC missions that you can go to. So like Kenley College, Coney Island, um, the Pentagon, the airport. Uh, Manning National Zoo, uh, Camp White Oak, and I'm pretty sure that's it. Sounds about right. All right. So there you go. Um, And onward with the Dark Zone. Um, There's also now an option where you could just talk with your team, or you can also do a what is sort of like a proximity chat in the Dark Zone, except for it's like it's just an overall group chat for everyone that's in – um, like that's in the dark zone specifically uh, and then you, you also have a new social network that you're able to see nearby division agents in the social tab um, that's within like 100 meters of you or something like that um, which is pretty cool so now uh, you can't also you also can't use your signature weapons at all um, in the dark zone you also don't get any ammunition from people in, uh, when like you know they drop loot and stuff like that Um not to mention that you can still see the weapon on your back and you also get all of your abilities and everything from the skill tree. It's just that you can't use the actual weapon itself. Um, so people are still able to see what attributes you might have and what uh, skills you might have based off of what um, you know specialization or specialized weapon is on your backpack. Uh, they also have made it easier to loot because now it shows you what like all the stats and stuff are um, when you're going to pick up loot. Um, not to mention that you don't earn nearly as much XP in the dark zone anymore. Like You only really gain XP for killing other players, um, specifically rogue agents, and then also um, killing, uh, or not killing, but extracting your loot from the dark zone. That's where you'll get the bulk of your XP from now. 
um, or at least that's what you did before as well. But now you basically get none from killing NPCs and stuff like that, um, which kind of sucks. Um, it's also the extraction timer is now 90 seconds in the dark zone um, instead of what it previously was. And then there's also just a number of other things that have been done that are like they've reduced the UI clutter and everything like, but we don't need to go through all that. So, you know, a lot of optimization. If you want to see it, just check out patch notes. Um, so yeah, but besides all of that, game on. Find AFCast on Instagram and Twitter at AF community for any updates on future podcast episodes. If you want to join the community discord, find the link in the description or on the website, afcommunity.com. Special thanks to DJ Augie for making the music for this podcast. We'll